Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to Walford Weekly, your weekly EastEnders podcast, where this week we'll be discussing the episodes aired on the BBC in the UK from Friday the 23rd to Thursday the 29th of December 2022. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a lovely seasonal break. I hope you are well. I expect that you probably are full of mince pies, crisps and turkey dinners. And look who is here, camper than Christmas, if that was even possible, wrapped in what can only be explained a furry coat of tinsel is rob everyone hello rob merry christmas <laughs> i honestly alex i'm disappointed i thought you might, i thought you'd put a bit more effort in i mean you're the one well, that I... likes dressing up and stuff we've all got a christmas tree alex we've all got a christmas tree come on <laughs> you've got one on your microphone this, apparently this yeah how good is this uh, this by the way i thought i'd pay homage to whitney's hood this week you know whitney's hood was excellent mm. i thought excellent hood yes. work so this is my Christmassy whitney hoodie look Yes. Whether this stays on for the I entire it. episode remains to be seen. But for the moment... I is it breathable? Yeah, it's is breathable. it breathable? Yeah, it's breathable. Friend, so you, you've my, got an you know, airflow. And the quiff's coming through. So quiff, to be honest yeah. with you, I think Top I can quiffage. roll this. I think I, I think I think thank you, Alex. Nicest thing you've ever said to me. So I think we could I can just about rock this and just about keep it going for the episode, but we'll see. All right. We'll see we'll see how the tinsel goes. If all I can say is if you're only listening on audio, my god, you're missing out. I mean, yes, you, know, you certainly are, out. because missing you out. should be watching this right now on our YouTube channel, Wolford Weekly <clears> Podcasts. <throat> Pop on your pad, iPad or your computer of choice and have a look. Um, mm. As I always say, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast apps, or you can find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just look at Wolford Weekly. Rob, I can't get over, Rob, how... Rob, I want people to comment below straight away. Do you think Rob looks like something, like, look like... You look like uh, George Michael from the Wham video last Christmas. You Thank really you. do. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a compliment. Yeah. I'm sorry if you. you. Yeah. No, good, good. All. I like that. I like that. I thought Liberace yeah, myself, but you know, I, either way works. It's all. Well, you've got the festive. stubble, and you've got the, the mm. blonde, mm. blonde ends, and you look yeah, yeah very Christmas. Natural. It's natural, the blonde, obviously. It's natural. Obviously. Did you have a nice uh, Christmas, yes. Alex? I did. I did. We we discussed like um everything we got and all the fun we had and all the food mm. we ate just before we started recording. But suffice to say, we both ended Christmas Day bloated and a little bit tipsy yeah, watching the did. Christmas special of uh, mm. EastEnders this year. And what an um, episode it was. What wasn't an episode it, just, it was. My naughty Lou, we have stuff to discuss, don't we, Alex? We do. We do. We do. We do. We do. So should we get on with it then and discuss it? Ho, ho, ho. Now, be honest, Alex. Do I look gay? No, just before we start talking about it, <laughs> I don't look gay or anything, do I? No. Oh, very inconspicuous. No one would know any better. Marvellous. What's the first story? We're, we're talking about we're talking about Keanu. Keanu. Don't then. you start, <laughs> Keanu. If Keir out wasn't bad enough, you know, you've got no right to talk. By the way, about people mispronouncing names, but we'll, we won't go there. It's crazy. Well, no, you're right there, but it's just <laughs> the fact that Keanu is quite for me. Maybe it's an easier mm. name than Keirat, for instance. Why? But anyway, oh, never mind. Never mind. Keanu. 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 Henu. Yeah, it's, it's also, it's, to be fair, you're right. Phil has so many different variants. It's probably in the same it, it kind of every single, It changes every <laughs> single time he says it, doesn't it? It's amazing. Every time. So he's in cahoots yes. with Keanu. Mm. Because him, he's convinced Keanu that he needs to get Keeble to kind of put a foot in it yes. so that he can get out of trouble. He's reassuring Billy, now he's returned, that he is got, he's got it all planned. He's on it. He's reassured Kat that everything's fine. He's reassured Sam that everything's fine. Everyone's on board. 
Keanu is is doing all the dirty work for him. Yes. And Phil is allowing him to do it. But Phil did it on the proviso that he can stay on in a square so he can keep he can get he can get back together with Sharon and he can look after his son Albie, which then turns Phil 180 yeah. and changes which, his mind to let Keanu yes. Keanu which, Kenu, are we are we surprised? Are we surprised, case? <laughs> no, not K. at all. Oh, we're not surprised, K. are we? We're not surprised, are Not we? in the slightest, because... because this has been the Mitchell playbook forever. It's always been mm. in the Mitchell playbook. Backstab, but never be backstabbed. Exactly. I mean, it's uh, Phil is just sort of... Phil's getting predictable in his old age, I have to say. You know, he is... like He was absolutely fine, obviously. The whole plan, clearly, was for him to get what he needed out of Keanu. And then for him to say, oh, yeah, and you can leave you can leave the square by New Year's Day. Otherwise, I'll kill you. Mm. Um, so, you know, I kind of... I did kind of see this coming. I thought it was very unlikely that Phil, of all people, would be quite happy to have Keanu kind of hanging around especially when sharon is looking as gorgeous as she does these days you know that 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 was that she's was never written. not looked gorgeous don't you know she dare. hasn't don't no. you dare well, in those stunning. nikes running around the square a few years ago after oh we haven't seen sharon's running shoes bullies. in a while have we no we haven't we haven't, no, we haven't seen her gym hope, for just a I hope that, no i hope they make a return in 2023 i missed the running shoes you always knew that stuff was going to kick off even before anything happened wait oh hang on a minute sharon's got her running shoes on all this scene's going to get mental in a minute well they've missed an opportunity that. there they should do a um, Eastenders Cross Nike partnership or something like that. Bands mm. do it all the time. They did Nintendo. I've go. got some Duck Hunt shoes right now, yeah. sitting in the cupboard. Yeah, so there they should go. do a crossover. There we are then. There's uh, an idea so, for you if you're listening, Eastenders. Yes, indeed. So, um, Ke- so basically, Keanu has managed to get this recording off Keeble. That's basically kind of oh, put her God. in. Put her, right. Yeah. Put, go on. Then, have a rant. <laughs> Alex did warn me that he wanted to rant about something. So please feel free. Well, well I'm just, just going to say from start from start to listen. finish. You, you carry on glistening. So, oh. someone, someone pour some gravy on top of him. Um, so uh, <laughs> so the whole thing with the, the Keanu thing, it just feels a little bit weird for me. It just doesn't okay. make its sense from beginning to end. Like, And they keep stacking things on top of it as well, like this whole sound thing. Like, yeah. how on earth did they find each other in Spain? And, um. and like, like, you know, and like Phil and like, you know, Keanu... Um, got together with Sam. It just, I don't know. It's like they're trying to make him, like you and I both text each other and said, oh, you know, he's now got through all the Mitchells. I know. He's, yeah. he's new Jack Branding, isn't he? He's like... He is. He is the new Jack Branding. And frankly, he's Peggy's lucky that she went when she did because otherwise Keanu would have had a go. Let's be honest, wouldn't she? Well, I did I did say that I wouldn't put it past uh, the, the, them putting up the idea of bringing Peggy back in one form or another. And, but still, um, anyway, <laughs> I'm talking nonsense. Christmas you are is talking nonsense. Badly. Um, right. So anyway, but, but... Keanu, Keanu has got this recording of Keeble basically mm. talking about, um, you know, how she's planning on framing Phil and how, mm. you know, she told him to plant this gun in Phil's car. Uh, for a start of, there's a gun on the scene now. We know that. So somewhere that gun's going to get used, isn't it? Chekhov's gun has come back into play. So, you know the term Chekhov's gun? I've explained this to you before. Have Chekhov's you? Chekhov's gun. Yeah, no, on. I don't know. I don't know if I have. Listeners Chekhov's... who haven't heard it before, just tell well, them. <laughs> Chekhov's gun is uh, a term used by the writer Chekhov. Uh, basically, it's a term that's used when, you know, it, basically, if there's a gun, the, the theory being, if there's a gun, it doesn't necessarily have to be a gun, but if there's a gun in, you know, the, the whereabouts of the scene, then uh-huh. that you know that gun's going to be used. You know someone's going to be on the receiving end of it. Now, you can use that for various... EastEnders is very good at using that sort of effect. 
Um, but that's essentially what it means. So I'm now worried because it means that this gun is going to turn up somewhere and someone's going to get shot and shenanigans are going to occur, doesn't it? That's basically. I was about to say, are you dropping shenanigans into the equation? I think, it, I think Shenanigan Warehouse may be making its first appearance in 2023 before too very much longer has passed. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, so Kia- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, Keeble has got has basically kind of screwed herself over by basically admitting on tape that she's trying to screw Phil over. And Keanu goes to Phil and sends him the recording. And basically then Phil's got all he wants. So then when Keanu says, oh, by the way, I'd quite like to get back with Sharon, which I, I've got to say, I thought was a stupid thing to say to Phil, to be honest with you. Like, a bit a bit dumb. But, I thought, but, 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 Phil. but Phil doesn't own Sharon. Phil no, has no doesn't. ownership over Sharon. And Phil's meant to be going around with Kat now they're meant to be dating and he made a big issue we're having a full conversation with sam kind of making up but then they kind of then he disowned her again as family saying yeah. how he was hurt by what cat had done so it's like don't don't do anything to phil but phil can do whatever he likes to everyone else and i know that's phil's way and i know that's the mitchell way but that's somewhat frustrating and also a little bit cynical to watch because because i don't think phil has any right to kind of have ownership and stamp this kind of authority to say that you cannot get together with Sharon because I once had sex with Sharon. And it's like, yeah. so I, I know what you're saying. Keanu was a stupid boy for saying it, especially mm. after Phil said, you done good kid. And they started <laughs> rubbing his nipple a little bit, his little bald spot. You know, what but, but at the same about? time, <laughs> like, I've had coffee. Uh, I've had one of Rob's coffees, I everyone. <laughs> I regret this Christmas present. I knew I would. I knew this was a bad idea. I said I to Rob, just, I said, I should have just got you a book. <laughs> I said, yeah. I said to Rob, I said I saved the best one for last, which yeah. is the highest rating caffeine. Because I thought, you know I'm what? Sorry. I'm going to make Christmas go. I'm going to make 2022 go off in a bang. Yeah, I can only <laughs> apologise. Year, everyone. I can only apologise. We're only at the beginning of the podcast. God yeah. knows where we'll be by the end. <laughs> Who knows? But but, but 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 so I don't feel like Phil. I don't know. This is this is what this is what frustrates me about Phil Mitchell. Yes, I know. You know, I, I every now and then I say every now and then quite a lot. Now, I say every, like every five minutes you say <laughs> yes. Like Phil as a character feels unnecessary. I don't feel like there's the emphasis on the fact that the show won't survive without Phil. I think is unfounded. Yes, okay. it's it, like you know when he came back a couple of weeks ago, I said, "Oh, it's nice to see Phil back," but that's because I was sick and tired of the whole Alfie and Cat story, and I just wanted right. that to end. But and now. I, and, but now it really makes me angry that Phil feels like he's he's not the whole story about Sharon kind of not moving on. I don't think is Sharon to blame anymore because I think Phil's not allowing them to move on either. And I think if Phil's right. really that dedicated to Cat, then he should be like, you know what, Keanu, Keanu, Ken, you have my blessing to move to to move on and let to get yes. together with Sharon, and you have a child together, so that makes perfect sense. I but mean, Phil's, I. I, I don't know. know if walking in on him kissing Sam really helped his case. No, of fair. course not. That didn't help. <laughs> no, no, didn't no, help. Like... So him and Sam, which was yes. a, a twist that was that was thrown in uh, this week, which did surprise me. I have to say, I didn't see that coming. Um, so presumably these two uh, did something, had some sort of moment together when they were uh, both in Spain. Sexy time. Sexy time. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, and. They obviously and, and and so I don't know how aware that Keanu would have been about who Sam was when she first met. You know, he could have quite easily have used a defensive. Well, I didn't know she was your sister. Everyone's your sister, Phil. I didn't know. I didn't know. Why was I supposed to know that some random woman that I met in Spain was your sister? That's just bad luck. It's not my fault. <laughs> um, but 
Sam's kind of working a billion chance for the half a well, day. Yeah, exactly. Well, Sam didn't like the fact that she was kind of being left out. She had mass- Sam had massive FOMO this week because, you know, she was just seeing Phil and Keanu having this sort of kind of moments of meeting up. Do you know what FOMO? The look on your expression. I know what FOMO is. is. I've just, oh, I, just, right, okay. I just thought you've got massive homo this week. So, <laughs> your tinsel. Dare. How dare you. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so Sam basically was basically a strop because she didn't know what was going on. So she mm. tried to kind of weave, kind of wean it out of Keanu by kissing him, and that unfortunately was when Phil decided to walk in. So Phil went mad and tried to throttle Keanu on the desk. You know, typical Phil reaction. Phil smash raw, um, <laughs> and then kind of ran away. And then I think from there, Keanu's time was kind of Keanu's goose was cooked from that time. I think oh, because lovely. anything anything he said to him could would have just been completely ignored because it. it he just you know he he'd seen that so Phil was angry and was stays angry. Phil doesn't Do you... Phil doesn't stop being angry just because you know he's got something that he wants, does he? No, of course not. Oh no, he he'll he'll boil it up in, inside of him for the rest of his life. Exactly. <laughs> he remembers things from like twenty years ago and he'll bring it up mm. at one point or another to upset someone. Yeah. Do you think Phil is a little bit jealous that Keanu has had like all the Mitchells, but Phil hasn't been had by him yet? And that's the reason why Phil is so upset Maybe. because Keanu didn't turn around and say, "I want to stay on the square because I want to get together with you, Phil." Because, you, you know, know you there like... was flirting there, don't you think? No, there wasn't flirting with this coffee. <laughs> I'm never buying you coffee again. You sound like some really I random joke. dark corner of the internet. I joke. No, you don't. I don't mean you sound like it. some really b- dark corner of the Killing internet that shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> That's why he's calling him Kinu and all those different... This is affection It's pet name. Yeah, it's a pet, pet name. name. Nothing, to do, yeah. nothing to do with mispronunciation. It's just a pet name. Nope, 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 nope. He just loves so... him so much. I mean, the thing is with this as well, I don't think Phil has played his cards especially well here because all surely Keanu now needs to do is go to Skeeble and say, um, okay, awkward, yeah. please have a word with you. And then this can all get sorted. Well, not I sorted, agree. but as in like Keanu... Uh, switch. Keeble will then... Keanu will then automatically have quite a powerful ally on his side when mm-hmm. Keeble realises what Phil is trying to do. So I don't think this was Phil's best move in the world, to be honest. I think... I think do he's you, in trouble now. Whose side are you on with this? Because in, in a weird way, Keeble. there's no... Well, this <laughs> is my Keeble. point. I love Keeble <laughs> too. But Keeble's kind of... Although she's going about it the wrong way, let's yes. be honest. Yes. You can kind of understand why she kind of wants justice for her father's death. Let's be honest. She... We don't watch EastEnders for its morals, do we? That's not, no, that's not the thing I, know, I, I shoot I've... him for. I feel like on this one occasion, you know, on this occasion, that Phil isn't really 100% in the clear here. I don't feel like Phil... No has any rights to kind of, if, if, if Billy hadn't been in, involved with it, because Phil's kind of doing it in a, in, for me, in my opinion, Phil's kind of doing it in a bit of a, in a backseat role here, because mm. like he could easily kind of step forward and say, oh, that wasn't Billy that night, it was me. And Keeble would have been absolutely fine with it. And so then Phil does the time in prison. Yeah. So why didn't Phil just do that? Because Phil doesn't want to go to prison either. So he's just trying no. to find a go around to do it. And also Phil was in prison but then yeah. Keeble got him out of prison. So why is Keeble so desperate now to get him back in prison again? He's <laughs> like, why, what's, what's, what's happening here? Is... What's happening with Phil? Well, because <laughs> Keeble's plan is basically just to destroy the Mitchells, isn't she? That's, oh. her, that's her ultimate mm. goal. And if that means kind of sending Billy down for something that he didn't do, and I don't think that Keeble cares whether he did it or not, but he, but it, the whole plan is to hurt Phil because Phil is the most connected to Eric that she can get to. 
So mm. if by sending Phil down, destroying Phil's life, she's thereby kind of destroying Eric's legacy. I think is, is I think is basically her her mo. So I mean I don't I don't mind all the keyboard stuff. I do like it because I can't oh, no, I'm loving it. Had, well, we've had keyboard for about a year now, haven't we? I'd love yeah. to love keyboard. Yeah. I want more. more. She seems to retire more. though. She keeps saying she's retiring, but when this retirement well, date is happening, I have no idea. Never. But but I love that. I'm enjoying the as much as I kind of see the plot holes there. I'm yes. I'm, a, I'm willing to kind of. There was others with some stories where I'm not on this. I'm fine because it kind of it's a it's a fine story. Billy's involved and I'm quite enjoying Billy and Honey's kind of involvement with it. I'm enjoying changed. I know mad, isn't it? I'm kind of enjoying the Jane Lola story attached to it. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Yes. And it kind of moves us on from the other story that's being linked with Phil and Kat, more importantly, which is her and uh, Alfie's kiss. They got revealed this week as well while he was yes. off in Spain and also the money going missing. I mean, Phil doesn't seem that concerned about £30,000 missing. If I lost £30,000, I'd be quite upset. But Phil's yeah, obviously, cross. he's got many, many chicken chops. He's probably could make that in a few weeks. That's just a little bit of pocket money. Um, but when he went to the 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 safe in the wall, the, <laughs> that safe in the wall always cracks me up every time they open that up with the paintings. Ooh. I've never known anyone with a safe in a wall, really. I don't, <laughs> I don't know whether it's an actually it's a thing that people actually have. I don't know. I've never seen it's it. It's a thing before. the Mitchells have, and that's the most mm, important that's thing. That's all that matters. But that's where Kat's necklace was. And Kat was just desperately yes. trying to distract Phil by saying, Oh, what a beautiful necklace. Thanks so <laughs> much, Phil. And then he discovered the money. So I, you know, I loved. Phil punched Alfie in the face. I thought he you did. might. I thought I thought you might be Team Phil. This yeah, week. yeah, yeah. He did. He did what basically I feel like a lot of people wanted to do, and that's shut Alfie up by smacking him in the mouth. So but impressive. Phil hasn't. Phil hasn't. Phil Christmas. hasn't. I know. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. But Phil hasn't kind of addressed that yet. So where do you he's think got other that... things going on? He's got, I know, he's got to deal with the other person. He's going to bring it gone, back. Gone after, he's got. He's going to have to deal with the person that's going after his missus. You know, the, the problem with Phil is that he's got a lot of these kind of lotharios going, like circling around him like a and shark, a waiting yeah. for him to sort of kind of step back so that they can move in on the on the on the uh, on the women. Um, so I think he's slightly more concerned about the Billy and um, Keanu stuff at the moment. But he will return to the Alfie stuff. Alfie is by no means out of the in the clear. So I, th I think that remains to be seen. But I have to say, I did enjoy the punch because Alfie this week was basically like Christmas Day. He was attempting to climb the Mitchells' house, and oh. was, he was he attempting to go down the chimney? I don't. Yes, know. I'm not entirely sure. It what was his meant plan to be an hilarious thing for the kids. He was going to well, maybe not down the chimney, but abseil down the wall or something like that. You know don't what? Know if I'd seen Alfie on that roof, I would have left him there too. When he stood, when he stood, when he was at that Christmas table, <laughs> when he was at that Sorry, Christmas table, having his Christmas dinner, yeah. and they sat him next to Phil, which was a big mistake, but fine by me. Like, mm -hmm. and he sat there and he's like, Phil, I could have frozen to death up there. And Phil just went, eh, 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 good. I was literally honestly like, yeah, good. I don't care. Let him die. I'd love to happily just let Alfie just kind of die on that roof that day. Oh my God! What was he doing? Like he was trying like... to be Santa. That's what he was trying to do. He's trying to give the kids a nice surprise. Um, and Freddie was dressed as a reindeer and was trying, supposed to be helping him up the ladder. Supposed to be helping him the ladder. <laughs> Freddie is um, Freddie's Christmas was great. I think Freddie's the only person who had a good who had a good day Christmas Day for anybody that we saw because Freddie basically got dressed up as a reindeer. Yeah. Um, tried to help Santa onto the roof. 
forgot about him, went inside, got drunk, passed out on the sofa. Who doesn't want that for their Christmas? You know, he had, he had a great time. Um, but yes, uh, Phil basically has discovered about the kiss, which good, quite right too. Um, punched Alfie and stormed out of the house. And now we're just sort of waiting to see what Phil's next move is regards to this. So time will tell. But yeah, Alfie needs to be watching his step and not I mean, be it helped. circling any more roofs. It did help Sam kind of bond with Phil because she caught Phil in Peggy's almost drinking. She yes, him out I, like that. I loved that scene. Loved that scene. I thought it was, yeah, a, it was a lovely scene. scene between them. And I, I actually like it when Sam and Phil are on the same page. I don't mm. like it again. I don't like it when Phil kind of decides that he doesn't love. He, he kind of turns hot and cold with people in his family. And he likes he's decided that he doesn't want anything to do with Sam. But I don't like, I, I, I'm disappointed with that because I feel like there, there's a connection there that needs, you need to keep the Mitchell family close, really. It, it, mm. it doesn't work when they're fragmented yeah. and when Phil kind of yeah, pushes yeah. everyone away. And, you know, you always worry that they're going to do a who shot Phil story at some point again because, you know, he's upset so many people. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, there was a lovely scene in Peggy's between Sam and Phil. Um, and it does. I, I just worry that Sam's kind of like this spare part. And she kind of just floats around, and I just want her to have something to get. No, I don't think she's. I don't think she's a spare part at all. I think that mm. she's very much integral to the story. Just because she's okay. not getting on with Phil at the moment does not mean that she is not a very important cog in the Mitchell machine. Because obviously, there's this whole thing going on with Keanu. Now, the Sam and Keanu thing is great because what this does is automatically bring the rivalry between Sam and Sharon back together. So that's kind of going to set them those two off because obviously <laughs> Sharon still has feelings for Keanu, and obviously Sam wouldn't mind a bit. Of, a bit of Keanu as well, and Keanu's just going to basically be a man slag and just go with whatever, <laughs> go with whatever woman go, goes from first. Walking around, like... yeah, basically, like just Mitchell all over it, all over it. Mm. Um, so yeah, and I love that, and I, and I kind of love Sam's desperate involvement to sort of be on the same level as Phil, even though she's absolutely nowhere near, and Phil will never consider her to be that. I don't think. I think it's going to take something huge and momentous for for him to. We pulled her in. Well, he, he got did, her in to begin uh, with because yeah, he thought yeah, that she, she could him, handle it. And then yeah, the she, first yeah. week, she couldn't handle she, it. She screwed <laughs> she it up, didn't she? Yeah. So I love that. I, and I, I, I kind of like Sam being sort of the foil to Phil's schemes because she's uh, definitely trying to help. And then that she's the reason it all goes wrong. Quite enjoy that. No, I love Sam. I adore Sam. I just worry that like she's kind of just wandering around having sex with mm. all the hot hot men and Ricky. Jealous. Um, I mean, yeah, poor Ricky. I joke. I joke. I love Ricky. Poor Ricky kind of um, uh, got pushed to one side this week as well, didn't he? He kind yeah. of said to Sam, like, we are together, aren't we? we yeah, yeah, of together. course we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Away, He's Ricky. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and off she went. Mm. Oh, poor Ricky. But yeah, no, I, I mean, like I say... It, it, Shenanigans is on on the horizon. That's, that's yes. Just, I well, worry. Just, just I worry. It's Alex. Just sort of accept it. They allow the shenanigans to wash over you, and it'll be a much more enjoyable experience for you. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. But I, I I'm a, I'm aware of some of the shenanigans because they have posted on social media. I won't say it now, but uh, they have posted no. on social media some of the things they're planning to do. Um, and yeah. It was immediately I saw the shenanigans coming out. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe you might we'll enjoy it. Don't go in negative, Alex. This is the way I is never where will. You, this, is you, this is where you do. Yes, you do. This is where you trip <laughs> up. All right. Just, just see what to see what comes our way and, and absorb it as it comes and judge it by what we're given. All right. I don't I've, I've seen a few things and I don't mind it, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And if it's rubbish, I will say it's rubbish. If, if I if I enjoyed it and if you enjoyed it, then that's that's all that matters. But I think shenanigans under this era may be a different feel of shenanigans to previous eras. I'm going to throw that theory out there. 
All right, I think it might be all right. So I'll have to wait and see. But shenanigans are coming, I feel. So 2023, year of the improved shenanigans. We shall have to wait and see. Right, Heidi, hi, Rob. We're going to talk about Heidi, love. Hi. We're going to talk about love oh, and... Well, it is Christmas. Couples, yeah, and everyone coming up. I mean, there, there, there was a lot of love on the square this Christmas. Yeah, um, And so gorgeous. I've kind of compiled it as one thing. And just talk okay. about one bit by bit. So if we start off with Denzel and Amy... Their relationship's yes. kind of growing. He made her a playlist on uh, presumably Spotify. <laughs> I don't know. Other brands are available. Whatever the um, kids and... do these days when they make, make yeah, whatever the kids tape. The young people. Don't they just mm. get the, like just take it off um YouTube and just listen to it on their well no, because you can't do a playlist on YouTube. You I don't do know. Anyway, you can't do each YouTube... YouTube. Oh, can you? you can do... But you have to yes. keep your phone on, don't you? But Spotify, but then you can get Spotify for free with adverts. But you yes. Why are we talking about? He makes know. a playlist for Amy. Yes. Amy. Yes. Amy's a bit like, oh, these songs are a bit crap. And Denzel's like, no, it's not the song. Read the titles. It's the it's titles deeper than that. Of the song. Denzel's it's much quite deeper. Denzel's quite deep and romantic deep down, isn't it? Yeah. Which I well, I thanks like. to Patrick. Patrick kind of splashed that idea into I'm his face. I'm telling you, Patrick and Denzel's relationship, I absolutely adore. I think it's the sweetest it's lovely, isn't thing it? to come out. I love mm. it. I absolutely love it. Like I think that's what Patrick guy. needs. Patrick needs mm. like uh, a kind of like to be a fatherly figure or a yeah. grandfatherly figure, I guess, I in this it. case. Like I he, he it. had it. He looked, he did it with Paul. He did it with Anthony. He kind of did it, you know, with um, Isaac. Yeah. He needs someone to look after. Yeah. He doesn't like to be looked after. He likes no. to look after. Um, <laughs> and so I, I, yeah. <laughs> and I, th I th like, like you say, this relationship between Denzel and Patrick, perhaps that's the love that we should talk about on this section because mm. you know that that's a, it's a nice kind of like a fatherly sonny type relationship. Yeah. It's really nice. It's really really sweet. I love it. Um, yes. Yeah, so I mean, not a huge amount kind of kicked off with Denzel and Amy this week, but it was basically just that and the fact that Denzel kind of made this romantic move, and you could tell it had a really nice effect on Amy. So that's kind of gone a yes. little bit to sort of pushing her into a better place, which is which is lovely, and I think was the main kind of reason that the, the scene existed was just to sort of really kind of give, cement these two together because obviously mm. you know they're clearly going to be love's young dream moving forward which i can which, which you know which is fine i thought the scenes were really sweet uh and yeah that, uh, what i'm interested in is to sort of see nuggets reaction from here on in because nuggets got the potential to be like a jealous friend and i quite like that you know that nuggets kind of just going to be this because he's so immature nugget he's so <laughs> immature um and he's gonna he's gonna he's clearly gonna do this thing where you know he's seeing his he's, he's seeing his mate being taken away by a girl and he's gonna try and you know throw all the bros before hose code in and all that kind of thing so i'm quite looking forward to seeing that you know the, the, what i'm really loving with these with this group of kids is the teenage issues and the realistic issues that kind of keep throwing out as to what it's like being a kid it's the best representation of young characters i've seen on soap in a long 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 time so no a very long right. time incredibly yeah, long time long let's, let's never remember as i always bring up that tiktok incident the dance yes yes we know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Still cracks me up watching that. Um, mm, in, in my dreams. Um, mm. I, uh, I mean, yes, and also we'll see in 2023. I'm sure the relationship between Denzel and Amy, and, and how he looks after Amy and her her very fragile state at the moment. Moment. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that really good, really good, lovely, lovely. So the other uh, the, uh, love on the square is between Jay and Lola. Lola's oh, yeah. feeling very upset. Lola's worrying because every time they talk about the future, she's kind of decided that there's no point kind of planning anything well, any longer. She realised she's not going to be part of the future. But, so I, yeah. mean, that, I, cannot, I, I cannot even begin to imagine how you even start to sort of compute that in your head. Mm. Like it's, it, I honestly, and the way that they're portraying it is really feels really, really real. 
Um, and 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 Daniel Harold is just absolutely playing a blinder. Do you know the most frustrating thing about this story is that she's not been allowed to get her teeth into a story like this before. No, no, like, I agree. What, I agree. Why, going, always... thinking, why are we losing you? You're so yeah. so good. Which I, you know, the point of giving a story like this to someone good is so that it hits you like a truck emotionally, and it is doing mm. that. But it's sort of just like, oh, like what a talent to lose. So I hope she goes on to big and huge things when when uh, when this story's done well, because she's amazing. I agree with you. It, it, I mean, they brought back Lola, um, and a fan favorite. So a lot of people were very excited about her coming back. Do you have that? Her story was she came back with Ben to get revenge on Phil. That kind of got forgotten. And since then, she's kind of just been floating around with not mm. much purpose behind her, other yeah. than to kind of be like a wingman for, you know, Ben and Callum yeah, looking after her daughter Lexi. And as he, I agree with you, I feel like he, he, watching her perform this, it was such class and such, you know, eloquence. It, uh, and and it just feels like such a shame that she's now having, yeah. to, you know, this is going to be played out and this will be her last. Um, well, my God, they're all smashing this story out of the park. They really they? are. Like, and it's, it's sweet. Great. It's really sweet, and I, I, you know, Jay proposed to Lola. They're getting married. I see, I see yeah. a hospital bed marriage coming up. Yeah, I think something, so. <laughs> it's like something very sad like that, but um, yeah, yeah. and and it snowed on the square as well. Uh, polystyrene well, has kind of yeah. kind of snowed on the square. <laughs> like Jay basically let off a load of polystyrene in a, in a yeah, wood chipper yeah. or something and blew it everywhere, which is going to be a nightmare for the market traders the next day. Like I don't know who the street cleaner. There was no the market the next day. No, I know, but I don't market. know who. The, I don't know who the like the street sweeper is at the moment since Robbie left. But someone every Christmas they must think, oh for Christ's sake, not again! I've got like I've just, it's the busiest time of the year for them. It's cleaning up all the fake snow that always gets blown everywhere on Christmas Day on Albert Square. I know, I know. So inconsiderate. So inconsiderate. So so the only place that was so open rude. on Boxing Day was Cathy's. Cathy seems to See, be the hub of rumor and gossip. Queen. <laughs> she really is, isn't she? She knows. She knows yeah, how to make her money. She knows. Um, uh, and so then the last thing then, um, and, uh, is a gene. Jean's um, back oh, yes. together with Harvey. They ended up yes. smooching on the sofa watching oh, horror like films this. today, but not before they played the well-known board game. Nothing makes you hornier than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, absolutely. And after playing the well-known board game, Murder Run, uh, which uh, is loosely, but not entirely based on the game of Cluedo. <laughs> it seems more like the traitors to me because Gene was accusing Bobby. Who Bobby, by the way, is in a, seems to be in a rave era. Have you noticed? Like, he was fully up for like kind of going out and living up large this uh, well, week. Which he's seems young. Like... It's just yeah, two old fogies going, oh, know, but... young people having fun. I know. But I, no, no, so I just thought... That... And dance and rave. <laughs> I know, but I just kind of thought that um, Bobby's was more along the lot was more the sort of person who kind of would like just to stay in and play a board game. You know, ah. I thought he'd be quite up. For, I thought he'd be quite up for that. But no, he was trying to drag Freddie out to this kind of warehouse rave and was like all dressed up and everything, ready to have a banging night. Which I, I like this for Bobby. His rave era, I can embrace it. I, I, Freddie, I it. Freddie with his um, Zuko curl, yeah, getting yeah. ready to go out. I mean, his, uh, he's got he's got jacket. a fashion. He has a fashion. <laughs> he's he, got a style and he's sticking to I, it. He can do extraordinary things with his fashion. Not pleasant. <laughs> things but he can do extraordinary things with his fashion he's great so, i love it so i'm sorry i'm, I'm intrigued the, the main thing with the gene harvey thing and i told you this yes. before we start recording was this game murder run now i'm intrigued <laughs> like, 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 i just like settle down everybody because you're in for about a five minute rant here so it was not a rant it's like get well, comfortable so we discussed it as i said before we start recording I'm yes. just, i said surely surely there's no trademark to Cluedo. They could use Cluedo. We looked it up because I was intrigued. And yes, no, Hasbro does have the trademark. But yes. like, but but I feel like, I feel like they could have done better than Mr. Brown in Lava Land with like the bow it. and arrow. That's it's like, it. 
I'd play it. Hundred percent, I'd play that. Hundred percent, I'd play that. Lava Land. Yeah, Lava Land. Lava Land. It seemed especially. It's a place where you can buy lava lamps from. It's a shop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I got a lava lamp for Christmas, just to let you know. Um, and I, I, I mean, I quite like it. But anyway, it's it's such a small immaterial. It's a small fact. detail, and point. it is immaterial, and I know. But it just kind Completely. of pulled. But you know, you know, my, my whole thing is like, you know, I love to be when I'm watching EastEnders. I love to be because it's kitchen sink, kitchen sink. Yes. And so I like yes. to sit there and I like to be sucked in. And I know soaps aren't the same as they used to be in the 80s and 90s, and so you don't kind of get the same kind of effect. It doesn't quite feel quite the same as you know society and whatever, blah blah blah. But like when when you like make up games like that it just what, kind of because especially since do? yeah but especially since they use instagram they actually used instagram yeah no, i don't know how it, I don't know, they sometimes they seem to get away with things like facebook they, and everything they're meta and they're like that yeah and then yeah but then sometimes they use actual <laughs> maybe facebook, zuckerberg well zuckerberg so maybe, maybe he likes a bit of maybe you know, he likes haunted face he just sits standards. there in a cold room with just the tv beaming on his very pale face you while he thinks be. about how he can like take over governments and uh be angry at like the world he likes EastEnders, and he's partial to a bit of that as well. Right. In Lava Lava Land. Lava Lava Land. So there we are then. So, yeah, Harvey and Jean are back together. And um, and, and basically, that's all. That, that's all that, Freddie's plan, basically, was to sort of just... Yes, kind of, sorry, uh, back on track. Kind of, yes, I'll try. I'm trying to here, Alex. You're never having coffee again before a podcast. I'm telling you that for a fact. Especially this brand. I should never have bought you it. I should have bought you a plant. Uh, and she... A plant. <laughs> Whichever little cannabis plant, who would make you more chilled? Who knows? Um, and yeah, so Freddie and Bobby are playing, very bored playing this board game with Jean because the whole family just abandons Jean. It's like, no, I'm, I'm not doing that tonight, Mum. Like, see you later, and kind of ran out of the house, leaving Freddie and Bobby run. sort of just just to sort of play this game with her. Um, they got bored and basically fobbed Harvey off with Jean, kind of just ran out the door and left Harvey and Jean in the house. And Jean kind of worked out what was going on. I was just like, oh, all right. Well, Bobby was getting on my nerves anyway, which I quite liked. <laughs> <laughs> Jean so was getting irritated by that, so that was fine. Gee, she's nice a bad loser, isn't she? She is a bad loser. She's never been very good at losing board games as Jean. She gets quite mm. competitive, mm. like someone else I could know. Uh, and she and yeah, so basically, then they sort of start talking, and by the end of the evening, they're sort of snogging while some poor woman gets garroted on the TV in front of them while they're watching the Chainsaw Massacre. Ah. <laughs> Love is in the air. I mean, I'm, I'm kind Lovely. of looking forward with all these relationships all stacking up. I feel like the Valentine's Day episode of EastEnders is going to be a doozy it's be an this orgy. year. It's be an orgy. <laughs> a square orgy. I've had one of them for a while, have we? That'd be lovely. Yeah. No, about time as well. What should I dress there up as go. there? A cherub? I could dress up as a cherub for, oh, for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christmas Angel. This. You know what? We live in a free world. You do whatever yeah. you want. You, you, you do you. So yeah. So anyway. So let's. Well, I can do these days. <laughs> On that bombshell, I think we need to talk about the big story, the big bombshell this week. And that's coming up next. Farewell then to Mick and to Janine. Oh, what an episode Christmas Day. I was very... Uh, uh, I've interrupted you. I'm sorry. I was no, you're fine. You're fine. Buzzing you with Christmas on. festivities and excitement. I loved it. Did you not love it? I loved it. I, I did. It I did like the Christmas Day episode. I know it had a few mixed a few mixed opinions on it, but actually I didn't think it was too bad. I, I really I did it. enjoy it. Perhaps it was because I was, I was, I was like I said, in that kind of... Yeah. <laughs> drunk perhaps yeah. it was because i was in that kind of state you know when you kind of just sat there and you just want to relax and you just want to watch something and it's quite exciting and it kind of oh, woke me up a little bit I, I, I still feel like it was on too late but that's a that's a that's a scheduling problem not yeah. an eastenders problem I, I don't know that's just me but no really did enjoy it and i thought the build-up was 
really exciting and fun and quite mm. camp, which is again, I don't mind. I enjoyed that. I loved, I loved Shirley just drinking her glass of wine while loving uh, watching the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our most popular tweets of all time, by the way. Yes, we posted that. Congratulations! So thank you, everyone who followed and liked and watched and retweeted that on our Twitter at Wolford Um mm-hmm. But yeah, no, really, 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 really fun. Um, and you know, it wasn't without its kind of like things there and here and there, but that's to be fair, that's part and parcel of what I enjoyed about it as well. It kind of felt like it was kind of like it felt it felt rough around the edges. Yes. And I didn't mind that. I did, it did crack me up that a lot of people pointed out that that they would have been chasing each other for over two hours if basically so, they were on the well. See, over. now interestingly, I looked into this because when he mentioned because we yeah, had said, right, how the hell are they going to end up on a cliff? Because where, where is the nearest <laughs> cliff to London, right? So I typed into Google, London to Dover, okay? Uh, and this is the image that I got. Rob like, is we, right we now got... on Apple Maps looking up yeah. the distance between so, the two places. If you look at that, if you look at that, right, and I'll, send, <laughs> and I'll send the picture over to you so you can do, like, screen grabs and stuff like that. There is easy ways to kind of get quite close to a cliff if you look at the kind of route that you would have to have taken to get to Dover. And I can imagine that they would have been going for a couple of hours the way that they were going. It's kind of quite close to the coast in a quite a long way of the way there. Once you get to about... You can put your phone down now, Rob. Once you get to... <laughs> <laughs> once you get to like canterbury way so i i you know what i once i had a look at that i was kind of like all right i'll buy that that's all right that's okay that's not two bad. hours though that's a long chase yeah. with them going to go janine was driving very fast was. and talking Down about that car way. chase i mean that we're going to be going all over the place here because it was such a big episode um one of the things i loved about the car chase was the fact that i cannot remember the last time that when they'd done like car scenes and stuff yeah the stuff that was going on when it was just those two cars you know and they were kind of running down the thing like to, around the cliff area that was you know that could have just been sort of kind of a, a lane that they closed off so that they could feel they could film all their stuff that's fine you know and they look good but there was also some scenes like on the main roads like with other cars and like other I traffic i cannot the remember the last thing. time they did no, that either no i thought amazing. the exact same thing because I, I kept drawing me back to the whole mel driving yeah. and Sharon chasing her, and they closed that road off in order to do it i think they named the road they did it on it was like mel road <laughs> yes the a mel um yeah, but, 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 but like the, they, they yeah, yeah they, they it was really good it felt really real and really loved really it, fun yeah no i so i agree with you on that and, and i loved the I just yeah, it was really it was like I say, it was it was a bit, it was fun. It was fun but exciting and tense at the same time, which mm. is kind of what I ex- want from a chase like that to to be. If yeah. that makes sense. And it felt yeah, like yeah. It felt like the Christmas Day was the right time to do it as well. I think if they'd done it in like September or perhaps for an anniversary, <clears throat> they would maybe have to have done it with a little bit more kind of really i think about like boat week because boat week was very kind of real it felt mm. very dark and like of the moment and so it worked with this because it was a little bit a little bit loose and a little bit rough yeah it felt okay and i was all right with that and because it, it was christmas day and as i say i was comatose on my sofa yes with bacon rashes in one hand and you know the crisp which yeah, are yeah, vegan yeah, of course yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> And a can of carling in the other. I'm beyond questioning you about that sort of thing. Now. I just accept it. You could turn around to me and say, "Yeah, I had an enormous beef joint in my hand." I'm like, "I'm assuming that yeah. must be vegan." Then that's fine. If Alex eats it, that's fine. I literally ate a lamb off a field. I like, mm. just shaved a little part of it and took oh. it. like Silence of the Lambs. Like literally Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Like when he takes the head off them and starts eating their brain, and fries it up. Hello, hello, Clarice. <laughs> 
Um, yes. Right. So yeah, loved it. So fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's go through it. Okay. So the Ooh, whole yeah, kind of day starts. Janine's having a great, like a great Christmas at the start of it. She's got everything that she wants. She's got Until married to Mick. She's got, she got married to Mick. Mick's kind yeah. of got her down the aisle. She's got a family there. Scarlet's there. Stop it. Uh, and, um, and everything seems to be going absolutely fine. She, you know, and she's chucked and Mick's chucked Shirley out. Linda's not around. So Janine's kind of living on cloud nine at this stage. Like she's having a great time. She gets out and kind of steps outside where she finds Mick uh, talking to Shirley. And he, they're all kind of talking quite calmly. Like, Shirley's trying to sort of kind of be the, the, the bigger person. Say, all right, I'm sorry. Okay, I got it wrong. Like, I'm okay. And Mick's like, yeah, of course she did. Okay, fine. It's Christmas. Let's let bygones be bygones. Janine steps out and kind of, like, begins to sort of taunt them. And then spots Jada, who has come in to visit Sharon uh, across the road, kind of stepping out. And she's immediately like, kind of like, right, everyone in a quick, go, 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 in, 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 in. Yeah, the kind of Christmas dinner with us, in you go, quick, 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 quick. Just to kind of get everybody out of sight of Jada. Now, Sharon, um, eventually, who, meanwhile, who has kind of set up her own Christmas dinner, and once all the awful cracker jokes have been said, uh, they kind of get out of Jada exactly what happened. Basically, Sharon's role in Christmas Day was to instigate the whole, the whole kick caboodle by bringing <laughs> Jada over and then go back and eat a Christmas pudding. Yeah, I know. Really? Sharon kind of dropped dropped to the bomb and then quiet, just walked a, off. And, quiet, yeah, the, the glass quiet, of wine. A, yeah, <laughs> Sharon was the quiet agent of chaos on Christmas Day. Just yeah. sort of dropped her bomb and then just went back for her. You know, went back for her pigs in blankets. I loved. Um, I, I loved seeing Jada. By the way, I, I feel Jada's like the Jada was a real missed opportunity, and yeah, I, I, I hope I, that I they now Jada. find a way, especially now that they, there's a reason she can come back because now yeah. she's admitted it. Because Zach and Martin were both a bit like, you know, I'm not surprised Linda doesn't want to spend time mm. here, you know, what you did. And that's what made Jada ultimately tell the truth. Yeah. And, and now she has told the truth. I feel like there's now Jada has a place to be back on the programme. Yeah. So yeah, because I'm all for that. That's the whole, point of, the, the whole point of her running away in the first place, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah I I hope Jada can can find a place back in this world because I really like her. Um. So yeah. So Sharon and Jada like walk across to the Vic and basically Jada says it was her. She did it all. She made me do it. And then kind of Mick ch Mick chucks her out, but then starts to turn to Janine. And then one of those just lovely scenes that EastEnders does so well at Christmas, especially when there's a revelation that needs to happen, where it's just like the revelations and the secrets slowly get drip fed throughout the scene and the tension is unbearable and you're just sort of waiting for the next big explosion to happen it was just beautiful um and scarlet eventually kind of feels all guilty and says yeah mum did this like mum was driving the car it just all kind of pours out of her mouth and janine is literally kind of sat there watching dom the, the house of cards crashing down around mm. her and this is when janine is literally at her most dangerous in any kind of scenario because when she you know back against her back is against the wall so she starts lashing out at people um, and eventually Mick works out what has gone on, uh, realize, you know, Linda kind of puts all the pieces together and they realize that Janine was behind the wheel of the car, moved Linda's bod and moved Linda into the driving seat and that all of it was a lie. So Janine and Mick then have a fantastic scene in the bedroom. Now there were parallels here, Alex. Did you notice, did you notice any of the parallels between, we said about the fact that there was a cliff going on. It was like, oh God, is Mick going to go over the cliff, you know, because Janine and Barry, is that's going to happen. However, did you not kind of think that there were parallels, but Janine played the role of Barry? Because Mick was turning around to her and saying, no, it was a fantasy. You disgust me. And every, all the kind of things that Janine, that Janine had said to Barry when they were standing on the edge of a cliff. And Janine was the one that ended up going over the side of the cliff in the car. I, right. I, thought, I felt yeah. that there were sort of deliberate parallels there, which I quite liked. I could have just made that up. but I, I, No, I, I mean, I'll be honest. That's not something that's, again, I, as I said, I, I, not something I spotted particularly. But I'm sure you're right. Um, 
because she did he did get back Mick did get back together with Linda as well didn't he so yeah. it's because it's because it was brought up about Janine and Paul and that you know that was meant to be the kind of like she was seeing Paul while she was with Barry and I think she still was seeing Paul once Barry yeah, got was, pushed yeah. down the cliff so I think so I think yes you well spotted um, young Jedi I think you Thanks. could be right there yes all right <laughs> young <tipsy> glittery Jedi <laughs> yeah uh, little cab Jedi me okay. um, yeah uh, so, so. But, but yeah I mean Janine you know as you say this is what Jan what happened to Janine from the moment the dinner kind of unraveled to the moment she was at the cliff is classic Janine she scrambles mm. she scrapes she does anything to yeah. kind of get herself out of trouble and then they kind of spill over then when they got back to the square um, mm. when she's kind of desperately trying to get Scarlett to lie to the police because Ricky then phones the police to get Janine arrested um, and so forth. I, I mean, mean let's, not fast, let's not fast forward over the... I don't want to fast main, forward because I... No, right, yeah, because I do want to talk... I do want to talk about um, the photo and the relevance of that None and perhaps in the end <laughs> that's what i mean i, I feel like thing, that the whole the thing... kind of tension with the photograph and scarlet hiding yeah it, other I than think... the fact that scarlet felt like it had some kind of yeah it was emphasis. basically just just basically all the photo really was was basically just the first domino effectively wasn't it? yeah to sort of yeah. kind of set everything else in motion which i think kind of worked because it's not like they were all looking at the photo and sort of pulling out pieces of evidence that weren't that weren't really there you know, because sometimes what will happen is, you know, instead of putting two and two together to make four, they'll put together like 1.8 and 2.3 together to make four, which, you know, it's kind of like, where did you get those theories from to actually land on the truth? That doesn't make any sense. So mm. that didn't happen, which I appreciated. You know, they sort of, you know, basically Scarlet was the one that kind of just basically set everything in motion, which I quite liked, which basically ultimately ended in Janine saying to Scarlett I don't want you like you're staying here I'm going Goodbye. oh yeah she started she started telling everyone that um, Scarlett had uh, mental illness mental health can and I just say yeah, my mum my mum was watching oh, my mum was watching <laughs> Christmas Day episode with me Right, she was a mess by the end by the way she's had a couple of wines she was a mess by the end she's crying her eyes out by the end but she was incensed oh. when Janine said that about Scarlett utterly incensed well, it's my an awful went, thing to say that my mum went through the daughter. ringer on Christmas Day watching EastEnders mm. she was just <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it just shows goes to show that Janine, the, the, as much as Janine says as fam, she will say anything, but she will always look after number one, and, and number one is always her. Yeah. yeah, and the fact she said that not only that she said it, but she said it in front of her daughter. Yeah. Her, her daughter heard that. Yeah, I mean it's such a which terrible interesting thing to do because you could sort of draw more parallels. Now Frank was never that type of person ever. And I'm not saying for a second that he was, but it's no, so he loved that... Janine. Yeah, he, he did love I, Janine, and I don't think he ever he never threw Janine under the bus for no, his. No, never. Own he game. would never have done. He would never no. have done anything like that. And you mm. know, yes, he abandoned her, but it was sort of just more out of incompetence. Than, that was his own than, mental health, though. Than spy. And, yeah, exactly. And his incompetence, as you, you're right. Um, yeah. And it's it's just interesting that you know Janine's sort of whole story is pinned so much on that night that Frank abandoned her, or kind of the mm. numerous times that kind of Frank let her down, but not in a vindictive way, but just more out of just the fact that he was Frank and he was just what he did to any woman that kind of came across his way. But it's so interesting that Janine's whole story and her whole her whole mo is based around how her relationship with Frank, and then she turns around and does ten times worse to Scarlett. And then wonders yeah. why Scarlett wouldn't defend her. It's, yeah, and, and and genuinely shocked and surprised that Scarlett wouldn't defend her as well. Like it's it, this is why Janine's my favourite character of all time because there's so much to her as a character. She's not just your standard soap bitch. When she is done right, she is the most fascinating layered character in that sh in the show's history. I don't care what anyone mm. says. I adore her. I can't wait for her to come back. So but again, anyway. it's 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 almost like the Lola thing is the fact that it's taken them so long to find this Janine mm. that we kind of all wanted them to find. Yeah. And now she's uh, sadly now gone. It's gone again. And it's like we, we wanted it so long, and now it's gone. And then it's not, again, it's not. 
Well, it's not so any fault of the production crew necessarily, because no. you know it is. You know they weren't to know. Well, you know if the actress wanted to leave, the actress wanted to leave. That's what they wanted to do. It's, it's she's lucky that she was able to leave on such a big story, huge, and they were able to. And they were able to air, and they were able to intertwine it with um, uh, Mix leaving as well, yeah. Danny Dyer. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, let's talk madness. about madness. Let's Mad talk about it. Because it because it all goes mental. And I think this is kind of what a few maybe a couple of people kind of complained that it may have got a little bit melodramatic towards the end, but I didn't care because I was just completely gripped by it all by that point. Um so there that this car chase is going on. Janine's fled the square, Mick and Linda are kind of like, uh, I think not, madam, and then sort of just chase her away, and they end up like along the cliffs of Dover, which however long that, that might have taken, they've got there at the speed of like, who cares, right? They're down by the cliffs of Dover along the coast, essentially via cliff. And mm. there was another great scene when they managed to make Janine stop the car and Mick and, and Mick and Janine are sort of kind of talking, having one last final scene together. And then Janine's real character comes out and she starts to, and she starts calling him pathetic and calling him an abused boy and saying, oh, what are you going to do? You're going to cry. And all just that stuff that Janine does when she is so backed against the corner and she just lashes out. Yeah. Um, and that brilliant moment where kind of Mick held her, and, held her and just stared into her eyes and said, oh, there you are. There's the real Janine. Where have you been? Are you... I love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. He um, loved holding her head, didn't he? Oh, I he did that a fair bit. Yeah, he did that a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> her eyes kept going back like that. Like, ah! <laughs> Help! Yeah, no, she's got there. She's got there. Um, and so basically, Janine manages to escape, gets in the car. Now, uh, Linda decides to just jump in the car with her at that point because how else are we going to stop a psychopath behind the wheel apart from trying to kill her? You know, so, uh, you know, whatever. Um, so, and then they ended up going over the cliff. Now, I have to say, the whole sequence, from the second they started going out onto main roads up until the moment the car flew off the cliff, I th honestly thought the whole thing looked like it cost a million quid. I thought it looked amazing. I was surprised. I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to get some very dodgy shots in the in the coming year. Let's, let's just prepare <laughs> yeah. ourselves for that because it all spent we're on even hire, We won't be able to hire the shenanigan warehouse either. No, it'll, to, be just, it'll just, just, just be a shed. It. It'll be in the yeah. shed. Shenanigan shed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, and so the car goes over the side. Linda and Janine in their second car crash of the year together in the same car. That's just, that's just mm. unfortunate, really. That's just carelessness by this point, I think. And both of them absolutely fine by the end as well. I like the fact that this era has kind of cemented Janine as the new Phil. Like, no matter how many car crashes you throw her in, she will be fine. And the baby will be fine as well. Apparently, the baby's absolutely fine. So the baby was not a scratch on the baby. So all is well there. Um, uh, and basically, just the way that... And the sad way that it happened was that Mick dived into the sea, managed to get Janine out. And then just as he's going back into the sea, which is getting all choppy and all crazy and stuff, Linda comes out on the other end. Uh, and Mick is just sort of taken out to sea. And we don't see a body. Well, we don't, we've don't not had a body, body yet. To all we've not had a body purpose, yet. To all intents and purposes, Mick drowned at sea, was kind of washed out to sea, and apparently will never be seen again. I mean, now, it's it's left, it, let's be honest, it's been left open. Of course it's been it's left been open. Left open and, and I think that's the right way to do it. People were, I, the, people were right to say the parallels to, toward the Harold and Madge and Neighbours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he'll come back yeah. part of the Salvation Army with his memory completely yeah, erased probably. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know he'll be there rattling the wild I, mean, I can imagine Linda with a very husky Maggie voice in about 10 minutes I fall off the wagon a couple of she'll times have to, she'll have to start smoking 50 a day before she gets to that point <laughs> mm. um I mean, but just, I mean, the whole mad emotion of all that kind of thing. Like I say, my mum was on the side of sopping her eyes out by the end of the episode. And I was sort of almost like, oh, this is, this is good. This is really good. Like, and it seems the best way 
for Mick and Linda to be parted. You know, just one final act of love between them that Um, ultimately rips them apart. I, I I bought that. I liked it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. It's just, it just brings, it just hovers that question mark once again. And especially since that, excuse me a moment (coughs) at the end of the week, Obviously, we know that Shirley leaves, but we'll get we'll talk about that yeah, as well in a, in a that moment. In a minute. Yeah, got that but um, but but it leaves just a big question mark over what 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 purpose is there for Linda other than no. could they bring a character back? You know, well, for no. her to be around Chris, or with. Clennis has done an interview, Alex. For oh, has he now? Very question. Well, no, Clenis. yes, because yes, he has. Yes, because he said that she's going to be given us a, a never before done story, which also which... Fears, fills me with fear. <laughs> God knows what that'll be, but um, <laughs> but no. But she, he's basically come out and said, "Trust us, don't worry. Linda mm-hmm. is very much at the centre of the show. We've got huge plans for Linda. So Linda's going nowhere. Linda, they've done what I think by the sound of things, they've done exactly. They've sort, they've sort of sorted that plan right out from the start and said, right, we need to sort out what we're doing with Linda. Then you know, we need to be organised here and not just do this by the seat of our pants. We need to plan long and far ahead for Linda, which seems mm-hmm. to be what they're doing. So let's just wait and see what's coming for Linda. Yes, the idea of a never before done story is slightly bum clenching we'll see what we'll see what happens there but we'll you know i'm sure it'll be fine it'll sure it'll be fine i'm sure um, it'll be handled a lot better because the last time they did a never before story mm. was the fgm story and that was literally <sighs> two scenes over two weeks and then just forgotten about and then both the characters left and it was just like yeah. oh that really yeah. wasn't done with much ten- tendency at all was it is that, was, yeah. that was that was pretty bad um but as you say Clemens is a different era and yes he's proven just. that he can do things a lot better than perhaps mm. previous eras and so it's uh I, I i i'm quietly optimistic that i'm yes. hoping that this this never before story will be exciting however yes. with the story that we're in right now shirley and linda are now coping with the news that they believe that mick might be dead but neither Poor of them are kind of shirley Linda, I know. Linda has accepted it and has decided that, you know, she doesn't need a body to prove that he's died and is now doing the family tour and telling everyone just so they can have reasons for why they can't turn up for his funeral. Yeah. Uh, Shirley is staying. Well, Shirley's they might not staying, even have a funeral because they won't have a body. So they might not even get They to can do, do a, a ceremony, though. They, they do a, they'll some probably sort do a of ceremony. Thing. Yeah, but they won't do an actual funeral, I wouldn't have thought. No. Um, Shirley, Shirley stayed behind and do ashes with that, maybe. Yeah, yeah, just burn the dressing gown in the bit. Um, Shirley stayed behind quite intoxicated and has been off a a nut, essentially, on on a kind of a constant vodka dream. Mm. Um, and news is spreading around the square because the Wolford Gazette has spread that there's been an accident and everyone's kind of put two and two together and they've worked out that obviously it's probably Mick. and uh that you know shirley's kind of gone off the rails somewhat now and is kind mm. of trying to find the finger to blame people i mean the poor girl's off the rails more than thomas the tank engine isn't she she's, she's <laughs> constantly off the rails um i mean there was some great stuff with linda henry this week that woman deserves all the awards i mean everybody involved over <laughs> christmas did incredible i love you know there wasn't a, there wasn't anybody that did badly over christmas everyone was amazing um I mean, poor. I like. I mean, yes, poor Linda because she's lost the love of her life. You accept that, you know. That's the simple mm. thing altogether. But my God, I, mean, I can't believe Shirley's going through this again. Poor cat. I know. She's only just got over Tina, and now she's going to have to cope with losing Mick as well. So I wonder she was. She was. She and Lady Di trotted off into the night together. My God, poor. <laughs> I feel. I feel poor it's a shame woman. that they killed Tina. I still think there was that opportunity. They did. All the Carters have to have that kind of like that grasp, but they could still be alive somewhere. You know. Yeah, what yeah I mean? it's, it's always Tina, a bit of a mystery, Mick, isn't it? They're, they're on an island somewhere now. I mean, Mick having a I think cocktail. it's fair to say, I think it's fair to say that Aunt Babe's Curse did its thing 
mm. didn't it? Really, the end, the curse has ended uh, because basically all the cards are basically just gone and disintegrated. It's just all well, that that curse did its thing. Do you think that in a few years' time, if Danny Dyer decides because he said he he won't come back unless he needs the money, basically, as um, soon as I'm a celebrity, call him. He'll be back. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you think that the story will be? And I I love this idea that he basically was found by Aunt Babe. And that he's now like staying <laughs> in the nursed, caravan with nursed Aunt back Babe. to health like misery. Oh, it's a, it's weird. that's what essentially Aunt Babe did, wasn't it? With um, uh, I forget baby, baby stuff and um, with, yeah, with, yeah. With, um, Queenie Trot, yes. and Queenie, that's it. Yeah, mm. so you know, Very he could nice. have she could have, have Mick to... there, mixed completely void of knowledge of his uh, past. I mean, and just I have he's to being say, after by Aunt Babe, that'd be great because uh, then they could bring back Aunt Babe. They yeah, could come no, back. I'd love to see Aunt Babe back. I have <laughs> to say people. the problem. The problem with doing this is, um, right off the bat, I utterly despise amnesia stories in soaps. I hate them. <laughs> they don't I do them very often, them. to they're be fair. Never, no, and they're for a reason, because they're crap. <laughs> um, you know, Emmerdale did one a few years back, and I'm just like, why? It's the most bad it's the worst sort of storytelling because well, it's just not how i it's not how it works i know it compare, does i know it can happen but do one like don't, well, and the problem to, is that's the only way this again. is going to work isn't it well to so, compare to neighbors again mrs mangle she lost her memory didn't she, she did. this all comes together <laughs> it's not neighbors yeah he might end it up in, he might end up in, Aust- might end 90s, up in the new neighbors when that comes back he, he'll, 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 he'll wash up in erinsborough so having gone oh all the way through the north God. sea all the way through the atlantic ocean all the way through the pacific ocean just washed up on erinsborough shores that's where imagine, that's where we'll see mick imagine I mean, a mick carter crossover in, in that neighbors would be, uh, that would be fun <laughs> wouldn't it where could mick have ended up um so yeah, Boxing Day, like I say, was amazing. I thought, I thought mm. Boxing Day was great. There was a there was a lovely, lovely, lovely scene between uh, Linda, Shirley, and Janine in the Vic. You know when they were all basically just shouting and yelling at each other, and Shirley tried to kill Janine, and Ollie came down. Ollie, by the way, has taken over as my favourite kid, as in cute little kid on the squad. Mick Junior. Oh, I love Ollie. He's so cute. Um, He's just a little Danny Dyer, though, don't you think? He is. He hair. will be. It will be. Good casting. Um, it is. Um, so Linda's got all that to deal with. Uh, and it's just it was just heartbreaking, all of it. Uh, and eventually, like we said, Janine is trying to desperately kind of make Scarlett say, tell the police, just tell her you lied. Tell them you lied. And she can't do that. Ricky rings the police, ships, shops his own sister into the police, which feels like it's been done before with Ricky ringing the police. But has it actually? Because it feels like Ricky's something Ricky should have done a long, long time ago. He probably would have. Ricky. Ricky's a kind soul, to be fair yeah. to him. And I don't so know if I can't actually ever done that before, done it. but it seems it's a good time for him to do it if he hasn't done it before. So comment Janine... below, historians of EastEnders, yeah, and let please. us know. But basically, the weekend, the, Janine's time on the square ends with just like the time it did last time, with her in the back of a police car, kind of just staring all dazed around her, uh, through the sifting through the wreckage of her own behaviour, and then going off in the back of a police car and we mm. will presumably learn that she's been charged and thrown in the and all of this off screen, but she will have been charged and then we will see her again when we next see her again, if we ever see her yeah, again. I hope yeah. we see her again. So do I. So do I. Put um, myself in. Carry on, Alex. Go on, you carry on plugging yourself in. Um, uh, and I'll, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, uh, Shirley's relationship with Scarlett because Shirley is point... At the beginning of this, Shirley kind of point blank blamed Scarlett for everything that happened because she was keeping so many secrets from the family. There was yeah. that scene where she uncomfortably shouted at Scarlett mm. in the kitchen and the Vic in front of Denise and Jean. Denise and Jean didn't 
jumped to Scarlett's defence. No, and then later then would you on, dare? Would you dare? No, Drew. <laughs> would Shirley's in that mode? I think well, I, I think I just backed out. Yeah, right. That's fine. Yeah, but also Denise was trying to eat a sandwich with a knife and fork, which offended me immensely. Civilised queen. Civilised queen. <laughs> Cutting the sandwich with a knife and fork. I think it was. I think it was. I don't think even Denise does that, but I think it's something that she was kind of just doing out of awkwardness because clearly Denise didn't have a clue what she was doing there. She was like, "Why have I volunteered for this? This is really. I should be at home eating pigs in blankets. What am I doing here, dealing with this grief?" I just just felt like at some point she was going to put a little bit of the food. Goes here comes the choo choo train. She was was that close to doing that, wasn't she? That's what she was doing. She was she was cutting up Shirley's food for her. That's what she was doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, but Scarlet. So Scarlet then runs away, goes to Uncle. Ricky. Uncle mm. Ricky's like um buys fish and chips, but Scarlet's too upset to eat those fish and chips. Mm. I'm never too upset to eat fish and chips, just so people know. So if you ever come visit, bring Except chips. You can't have fish and chips. Well, bring chips. Just bring the chips. Just chips. chips. Just, just chips. chips. Chaps. Chips. Chaps. And vinegar first and then the salt. Cool. So um <laughs> and Scarlet <laughs> <I'm> noted. Noted. <laughs> but Shirley then visits Scarlet, and there's that really wonderful moment where Shirley talks to Scarlett about Dean and how she doesn't think that she, although everything that Dean's done was was vicious and nasty and just horrible, horrible things. She's, he's still her son and he's still, he, she doesn't think she's, he's, he's evil by, by purpose. He's just, he's just done a few things in the misdirection because of grief. Yeah. Being upset confusion and so he said she says like i so i'm relating that to your mum i don't hate your mum and i don't think she's evil i just think that she's just been given a bad hand in life and that a few things have happened that's caused this to happen cause and effect and i think that's exactly what scarlet wanted to hear because up until that point it was really up until bigger the, Shirley. It was bigger Shirley. And up until that point, all Scarlett's been hearing from Sonia, from Ricky, from everyone, and all the public, mm. is that that Janine is a bad person. She's an awful person. She's evil. And she deserves everything she got. And it's, you know, that's her mum at the end of the day. And Scarlett mm. didn't need to hear that. Scarlett just needed a bit of comforting that, yes, what Janine did was bad, but she's still your mother. You still, you still have permission to love her. And it's okay. Yes. We won't judge you for that. And I thought but, that was a really lovely moment between them. Oh, but. Yes. But <laughs> what I wonder also is by doing that, mm. by kind of shielding her, because a lot of, you know, there was a, like Scarlett at one point turned around to both Ricky and Shirley and said, has my mum murdered someone? Is that, hap- is that, is that what's happened? And ni- neither of them gave her a straight answer. So That's I also because she was I questioning also, a lot of things. Yeah, she was questioning a lot of things. Harry, she overheard and Michael, and, her yeah, mum, yeah, yeah. her dad. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, she overheard Stacy talking about her and Janine and Stacy. There was never going to be a kind word said said about that behind each other's back. No. Um, and what I found interesting was the fact that nobody really gave her a straight answer. Yes, Shirley had that moment with her, but did she almost give Scarlett a little bit too much leeway with Janine there? And is that going to be something in, in Scarlett's future? I mean, I'm fully under the impression that Scarlett's leaving soon. So maybe in a few years time. Well, she's Scarlett going returns. with Ricky, isn't she? She's yeah. Which to I predicted, with Ricky. Just say, just say. Yes, you did. Um, yes, you did. <laughs> but will that kind of, I thought that was interesting that that maybe might give Jan- uh, Scarlett that little glimpse and, and glimmer of hope that Janine always had with Frank where, oh, there is some good in my mother, which will always give Janine that crack to kind of come back into her life mm. and sort of... So maybe that might not be as good a thing for Scarlett as we immediately think it is in the future for when we next see the character. I don't I know. I think for the time, though, I think for that moment... For her where age, yes, Scarlett, but impressionable. Well, yeah, absolutely. But I think where Scarlett was kind of... Like, the last thing she needed was to hear that this person who 
you know, is her maternally, her, you know, part of her, yeah. that, that she is evil. You don't want to hear that. About yeah, your no, mom. it's hard. And, it's hard. And, and so I feel like that was the right thing to say. I don't think they sugarcoated it, though. I don't think they said to Scarlett that what Janine had done was right. She's a mare, but she's not evil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything she'd done, making you lie, um, and then, you know, showing, throwing those accusations at Scarlett, and also mm. then what she did to Mick, what she did to the Carters as a family, the lie she did to Linda, the lie she did to the police. You know, mm. I don't think they ever said that that was the, you know, oh that was a bit of a mistake i think they knew that that was a one monumental f up yes. but at the same time i think it's the right thing to say is that but at the end of the day she's your mum she's not evil and she's perhaps and in a way she perhaps did it to protect Scarlett, there was mm. that there was that argument there. But yeah. as you say, Shirley was the bigger person to say that. Absolutely. Shirley didn't need to. It was a huge character mm. moment for Shirley as well, I mm. think, because I think Shirley finds those sorts of moments very difficult, and mm. she always has with with like any kind of like. I mean, look at Shirley's family. If you yes. ever think <laughs> that your family is messed family. up. Have a look at Shirley Carter and yeah. thank your lucky stars that you're not her, because my <laughs> God, that woman's family is in, is in pieces. Mm. Um, you know and. I, yeah, I thought that was a huge, huge moment for Shirley, which kind of makes it a pity then that Shirley then left. Yes, an we with did Lady Guy. An exit we with did Linda not know, know about coming. this. <laughs> uh, well, exactly. It's not even Shirley's dog, is it? <laughs> I'll take your dog while I'm at it. Dog. I'll take the dog, yeah. Um, so Shirley's kind of gone off. She's decided basically it's too many bad memories in the square, which you can kind of understand. She's uh, off to see Carly. I love that, Carly. by the way. Yeah, Lovely reference. Carly. Uh, and you know, Carly can deal with it, frankly. <laughs> like, Carly, where is Carly been throughout all this trauma for Shirley? It's time for her to step up, as far as I'm I'd concerned. I'd love Carly to come back. Uh, Carly was great. Just want to bring um, that one in as well. But uh, maybe she might. Maybe she might. That's uh, another Carter. If they're going to kind of, kind of keep trying to kind of give Carter some relevance, and Kirk and um, Carly Carter might be a good person to bring in. That might be. That might be interesting. Um, we are assured, but we've mind you, we've heard this before uh, that Linda Henry is just on a break and that she will be coming back at some point. But we've heard that before. Need yeah, I'm not sure. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. They have said we uh, Linda Henry will be returning to EastEnders, but like I say, we've I'm pretty sure that <laughs> in we heard twenty that years <laughs> we heard that about Mr. Woodyats, didn't we? So uh, we'll see. We'll see. But I, I think it makes sense for Shirley to sort of have a little time away for now. So we'll see how long she's away for. Linda is away, um, sort of breaking the news to all and sundry. So we won't be seeing Linda for a little while. And obviously Janine's gone. So effectively, for now, this story is done. Um, and I have to say, I like I say, I thought Christmas Day was really, really, really good. Now, mm. I'd be interested to know your opinion here, Alex. All right? I did a little poll on Facebook. Okay. Uh, We've lost Rob again. Hi. Anyone listening to um, this, Rob keeps popping in and out of shots. Yes. Right. So <laughs> I did, because uh, I was trying to, I thought it was the best Christmas in years and years and years. All right. Oh, God, yeah. So I would be interested <laughs> to know. <laughs> I would be interested to know your opinion and the opinion of our listeners because I did some research and did a poll on the Facebook group about the past 10 Christmas Day episodes and oh, which right. one was the best out of all, including this year's, uh, which okay. one was the best out of uh, out of them all, right? Um, right. And if I was to say to you, um, hang on, I just need to find it now because oh, what is it with the Facebook group? Like you, you would you want to go all disappears? Yes, yes. Do you, you, you want to go through all ten? Well, no, I was going to say I was going to give a suggestion. Why don't you go through all the 10 years and I'll yes. give them a mark out of 10? All right, I'll tell then, you yes. what I thought of them. Yeah, we'll do that. But I just need to find the... Uh, Not that post. my opinion matters that much emphasis, uh, everyone. So as, as Rob's doing that, I'm going to just go through how you can get in touch with us and let yes. us know what you thought about the Christmas episodes and what you're looking forward to for the New Year's episodes because obviously that's coming up 
on the horizon very, very soon. So you can get in touch with us on Instagram or Twitter at Wolford Weekly. We have a Facebook group, which Rob's <laughs> frantically trying to find. Wolford Weekly uh, Podcast. Is it my that. bit you're doing here? I am just while oh, you're okay. taking time, but you can get it again later. All right, um, add the comments, but and you can also comment below if you have any information, uh, any of the information, anything you want to talk about that we talked about on the podcast today. So go on then, Rob. Okay, go so the yeah. past ten Christmas days, going back to 2012. Okay, so these are, okay. and uh-huh. I want you to tell. Right, so uh, uh, a mark out of ten for each one. Okay, so 2012 was the death of Derek Branning. Oh, uh, four. Okay. Uh, 2013 was Janine's exit. That's when David Wicks was uh, was back and she ran over him and then she mm-hmm. got arrested and pulled and pulled mm-hmm. out and then she ended up having a car chase around the marketplace. That episode. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Seven and a half. Okay. Uh, 2014 was the Carters and the rape reveal oh. of Dean and he's your brother and all and all that and all that stuff. Mick Trush. Nine. Loved it. Okay. Cool. I remember. Cool. I remember that one quite well. Yes, I remember that one very well. Uh, 2015 was the Ian and Phil car crash. That was sort of more around the Bobby stuff, and not a huge amount happened that Christmas. Century. No, like I remember it, that. It was, more about the, it was more about the New Year's Day, wasn't it? Because that was when the big Ronnie and Roxy car crash happened and all that kind of thing. So yeah, the Christmas it. Day was just the Ian and Phil car. Five crash. six. It was nice. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It was what it was. 2016. Uh, Max return I've got here because I don't think I was watching at that point because that was in the Sean O'Connor era <laughs> I mean I'm not a huge fan of Max anyway um, I don't no, remember it too well so I, I, I'll unmark that one I don't remember that one too well N-A N slash A that one is it yeah. right. yeah. uh, 2017 now this is a contender was Abby and Lauren's fall from the Vic Roof oh well right so excellent episode this, this is how the podcast began yes it was <laughs> This is our birth. Because they killed Abby Branning, which to this day is, is one of the greatest mistakes they ever made. Yeah. Because Abby Branning, we talk about Janine and how like was such a great character and Lair yeah. and all was that stuff. Fantastic. Abby was getting to that point. Yes, yeah, she was. And she was I know to for levels. Absolutely. And I know for a fact that the actress would have relished playing that mm. part. She was... They should never have killed her. No, and I tell I mean, you, Abby would still be on the programme right now. I mean, ever since, I think from the, I mean, Abby was a fascinating character, even from childhood. Oh, you could brilliant. see that she, she, you could see like the effect that's having Max as a parent was having on yeah, her. Yeah, but and she loved she her got, dad so much. She, she did. And she like, so yeah, one of those, and he didn't those, love her. Yeah. He yeah. liked, he preferred the others. Abby was a fascinating sense. character. But that was 2017. Oh. Now, obviously a huge mistake, but you have to admit cracking episode, you know, where Max oh, is a good down, episode, Max but they is never downfall. Killed, they never what would you give that Abby. one? What would you give that one? Uh, episode eight, only, remember, eight, not like... Eight and a half, nine. Okay, 8.75. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're an awkward arsehole. Uh, 2018, it was the Alfie and Haley reveal. Oh god, that Jerry. was ridiculous! Jerry, Jerry, um, with a little strand of hair. Oh god, um, it wasn't great. And also, Al- Alfie was at the bottom of the stairs, passed out, and Jean stepped over here. Oh yeah, <laughs> and started giving out mince pies. It mm. wasn't good. Six, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan five. Uh, Two thousand nineteen was the Shiani reveal. Oh, that was fun. I like that. It yeah, was eight, fun. Yeah, yeah. Eight. It was eight. Count. Okay. Eight. Uh, twenty twenty. Ian's Ian's attacker is revealed. Ian's attacker. That was the well. To be fair, that was the time that we discovered that Sharon was was turning into a bit of a nutter and and uh, poison. Oh, the poison, uh, the poison, poison pudding. Christmas, poison pudding. That's that Christmas. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was ridiculous. That was terrible. One. <laughs> 
Oh dear. The, the projection, the projection on the bridge of saying Ian Build, whatever, yeah. and then his death date, and like everyone's kind of looking around. Weirdly, that's awful. That's, weirdly, that's the only part of that whole thing I liked. The rest of it, oh can really, go, can, go, can get in the sea. <laughs> but I quite enjoyed that bit. I quite liked. And they uh, completely and then, changed the character of, Sh- of Sharon, Sharon for no reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Phil took no responsibility, which, by the way, which, sorry. by the way, he still hasn't taken responsibility. The fact no. that he has just as much a part to play yes. in Denny's death than anyone bloody else. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, terrible. One. If I could, zero. Minus a million. Hated it. Hated it. Okay. Uh, and, then 22, <laughs> and then last year was the Dottie and Rocky reveal. <sighs> One, two. Yeah. So, really, by your... And then what would you give this year? Oh, I'd give it a solid eight. 8.5. So, uh, arguably... One of the best Christmas episodes in the past decade. Hmm. We've yeah. by our scientific <laughs> according analysis, to my yeah. by our scientific to my analysis. <laughs> well, I have to say, and then I I did ask this question in the Facebook group and said, so best Christmas episode of the past ten years, and then people started adding things, and then people started uh, adding options like saying, well, frankly, I really enjoyed the Den and Angie Christmas of eighty six. It was, it was to feed to oh, the point ten complete. years ago, was it? Hey? the point hey? completely. <laughs> what are you doing, honestly? But no, the best, best got... Christmas, best Christmas, best Christmas, best Christmas is when um the uh, DVD. Well, of course. No, but no, 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 that was a good Christmas. And, oh my goodness, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll put and a link Archie's to when death. I... Archie's death. When Archie's did... death as well. Yes, yes, I suppose so. I was thinking of Arthur when he had the breakdown. <laughs> of course you were. I love, I love that you You're so stuck in the 80s, you know that, don't you? I love Arthur. Move forward. My favourite character. I've told you that a million times. I know, I, I know. I love I know. Arthur. I, I loved that dedication um, at saying all the um, people who had sadly died this year, Bill Treacher yeah, at the bottom. Yeah. I was really happy. I, do you to know see what? That. When when they do that list at the end of a year, Extenders was brought to you in twenty twenty two by, and because it's my dream to work in Extenders, I mm. always I always like to pretend to see where my name would fit in the list. You could, Rob. <laughs> just 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 Photoshop it in, and we'll believe you. We'll believe you one day. Lovely. One day. Oh, that was nice, wasn't it? Fa la 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 la, and a partridge in a pear tree. Mm. That was Christmas this year. I think one of the best in years, uh, and by our scientific analysis, clearly was one of the best in years. I tell you what, Alex, this team's good. We've got, we're all right. We're all right. You know, yes, all right, aren't they? We might have the odd storyline that's doing our nothing at the moment. You know, but when you've got a team that cares about the show as much as this lot do, it's entirely subjective, and it doesn't matter. We're all right. We're in good hands. All is well. Right. Uh, we have Lightful. one. Indeed. We have, <laughs> before we finish, we have Let's one go. final email to read out in I Ain't One to Gossip. And you know me, I ain't one to gossip. So we have one email to read out. We do. And it was from Adam. Hello, Adam. Hi, Adam. I can't it's move my head. <laughs> Although Christmas Day this year was amazing, probably the best Christmas episode since 2017 to 19, and the acting mm. from the cast involved, especially on the Boxing Day episode, I can't help but feel that there was a little bit missing from this Christmas. I do worry for Harvey, as both of his kids are now gone. He is a lonely old man, apart from being mixed in with the Slaters, acting as a second Charlie. But I do think that over Christmas, they should have gone into doing a lonely man over Christmas, especially with EastEnders Christmas theme this year being about family. They could have easily mixed it in. I'd love to know what you think. Thanks, Adam. Thank you, Adam, for your email. Interesting, yeah. That's that's interesting because they do kind of also gesture this 
uh, this Christmas about Sam being on her own as well. And yeah, I thought that was interesting. Of all people to be on her own at Christmas, mm. you wouldn't have thought Sam would have been that person. Um, I do agree with that, actually. I, th I was surprised that they kind of just sent Harvey off to uh, see Dana for Christmas. Because I, I, I thought the way that they were going with Harvey uh, was that, that he was going to be lonely over Christmas and Dana was going to like go on a kind of trip to the Philippines or something like to find herself over Christmas and wouldn't be available. And obviously Aaron's in prison. So I was surprised. that. But then when Harvey came back, he was clearly kind of like, yeah, Dana just went to see a mate. So yeah, I was kind of, so there was sort of that element <laughs> there. She didn't care about me. I just didn't really, wasn't really that bothered. Um, so there was that kind of element there, but I thought that it sort of was all nicely signed and cemented when he kind of got back with Gene. And so yeah, I, I agree. Mm. There could have been more made of that, but, yeah, I yeah, I think I think yeah. loneliness is sort of getting solved now, isn't it? So thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for tuning in all of this year. This is the final show of the year. We'll be back in 2023. Uh until then, you can contact us on Instagram and Twitter at Wolford Weekly. You can find us on Facebook at Wolford Weekly Podcast. On YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe, and click the bell to get notifications about our spoiler videos. And you can find us on Apple, Podbean, Spotify, or any of your favourite podcast sites. You can email us on robwolfordweekly at gmail.com or alexwolfordweekly at gmail.com. Ho, 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 and a Merry Christmas to one and all. It's goodbye from me. Happy New Year as well, and happy Hogmanay to all my Scottish friends. Take care, all of you. Bye, everyone.